Hey, welcome back to Tastemakers. Um, this week we have the one, the only, the legendary Fresh Laundry. Where? So, where? <laughs> Look at you already breaking out the jokes. piece back there thank you thank you very much so you did um, that exclusively for us so thank you very much indeed. for uh for taking the time to paint thanks for coming but yeah. um so what do you say we just dive right in and kind of let's, let's do get it to know you and let's do it definitely see you so what makes you you like you know what i mean wow what makes me me um i am just another individual mm -hmm. who's just on this earth just like anyone else and yeah. i just happen to find my finally find my purpose and just be myself and just happen to be an artist. Yeah. Would yeah. you say that that's a lot of your purpose is the art or do you think it kind that, of... That is just more so the cherry on top, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. Um, explain a little bit. With art, it's just an avenue to connect with people, have mm -hmm. general conversation, um, but also just to kind of encourage each other and just, you know, we all try to figure out life together. So why mm -hmm. not do it and, you know, do it with fun, with style, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Now, have you been, I guess I should say, what kind of got you to be here in Fort Wayne and doing mm -hmm. art? Because you're not from here. You're from St. Louis. St. Right? Louis, Missouri. Home yeah. of the Cardinals. Oh, man. <laughs> you're going to anger a lot of people here in Fort Wayne with that. That's fine. Cubbies. <laughs> That's good. So you grew up then in St. Louis and you had brothers, sisters. Yes. Grew up in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, I come from a family of four boys. Um, I'm the oldest of four mm -hmm. and um, no sisters. So just all boys. And um, my, my father, how he got to, to Fort Wayne. Um, he was a district manager for Payless with the company. Yeah. And we traveled the Midwest region. Yeah. And so I've lived in like Philadelphia and you know Chicago, yeah. Detroit, and other places, and ended up here. So what was your favorite place then of all those that you kind of lived? Believe it or not, here. Really? What yeah. makes what makes here then? It's it it feels like home. Yeah. Other cities are so busy and noisy, and not to say there's nothing wrong with it. I don't want to take away from it, but they have their class of what they're there for. They're mm -hmm. there for you know. Well, for, not me. <laughs> right. And um, with that, um, I just enjoy the entertainment. I enjoy the, you know, just the cultures and the, the yeah. people. And Well, yeah. like we were talking about earlier today, the food. Like yes. Being the foodie. Yes. You know, that's kind of popping up here. Indeed. So, good, man. Good. So, um, would you say you were closer with any brother in particular? Or, like, um, would you, actually, did they have any influence over what made you today? Like, yes. the artist that you are today? Believe it or not, yes. Um, each one of my brothers have a key component to make me me. Uh-huh. Me, me. Um, <laughs> and with that, like, my, my brother that's next to me, and it's kind of like when it was kind of trickled down, my brother next to me, he's he's a graphic designer. Mm. And so to see him up late nights and in his craft and seeing mm -hmm. what witty things he come with. And while another brother is in another room, he's playing a guitar or playing the drums. And then mm -hmm. another brother is doing the same thing with the upright cello. So the art yeah. kind of, like, goes kind of flows through the family. It's like, that, like a, a household of X-Men. <laughs> yeah. And, like, each one has their own specific kind of kind of gift. Yeah. Yeah. So then, was there any crossover with those giftings? Like, obviously, you being art, and then there's the graphic design, the cello, the drums. Mm -hmm. Like, 
does the drummer in your family also do the art kind of like you do or is it very They're you very stick kinda, to art you stick yeah. to drums you stick to but I'm almost positive they could kind of flow into each one of them though if, if they wanted to cool yeah that's super cool definitely um so then what about your mom your dad did they or were they like my pro dad, art not yeah, art no they're they're for art my okay. mom is a seamstress okay and then my dad, he, when he was around, when he was a young bull, as they say, um, he um, did oil painting. Okay. So, so did you get a lot of uh, kind of tips and tricks from him? Did he kind of teach you? No, or believe it or not. Just he, it just, he, he actually, he left his art mm -hmm. uh, with us when we moved, you know, moved random places and, you know, unveiling, you know, thinking it's closed or something. He's like, oh, wow, this is art. This is my mm -hmm. dad's art. This is dope. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, I used to do that, et cetera, et cetera. I've seen pictures of him and his fro and... Art. Like a like a Bob Ross fro? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he, this is art that he did back when he was a kid. Not yeah. like he didn't actually paint while you guys were kids and kind of like showed Correct. you. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, so it's kind of like in, in, embedded in DNA. Do you still have them today? They're still around. I don't have them personally, but they still exist. Okay. Yeah. I would imagine it'd be something you cherish kind of over time. I do. I do. I have pictures of them and um, they're pretty cool. Sweet man. This picture of Jesus is pretty awesome. Really? Yeah. What makes it awesome is it just because he did it, or is it just the way that it's that he done? That he did it, but the way it's done, I mean, because once more, if, if you know how to handle oils, it's a monster to work with. But then also, too, for the fact he did it in, like, these tones of blues and whites, and that was it. Really? So it's always intriguing to see. All blue, take, all white. Yeah, if you take tones of colors and just two tones and just go to work with it. Uh -huh. It's pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. So, landing in Fort Wayne, stuff like that. Obviously, you got some kids. We'll talk mm -hmm. about that a little bit. Uh, your wife. Did you guys meet here or did you meet a different city? We met here what, in Fort Wayne. What's kind of the backstory yeah, here? So background behind that, my wife, um, she's originally from Colorado, uh -huh. but um, just pretty much this is home since been you know since a baby. Uh, met her at um, at high school. We wasn't mm -hmm. like high school sweet you know sweethearts, South Side to the mm -hmm. school that has no equal. Um, <laughs> kind of show surprise kind of there. Shows, yeah, but um, met in high school, but it wasn't like in a, a lovey dovey type manner. Just like, what's up, friends? She hanged out with one clan of people. I hanged out with another. Yeah. And I didn't see her like literally after graduation. We were off living our lives, and then yeah. ten years or so later, we met back up, and mm -hmm. I see her out to breakfast, and you know, introduced myself again, and yeah. said, hey, let's let's keep in touch. Yeah. And yeah. so then it just kind of progressed and kept progressed going. Progressed from there, we went off, you know, as friends. She's five days older than me. What? So that's pretty cool too. So Dang. I was just like, hey, if you're my life, the next day we go out, I'll take you out for sushi. Yeah. That's what we did. Nice. With so then, sushi. Uh, not to get too personal, how long did you guys date? And then when did you like? We like, dated for two years. It? Yeah. Yeah, we dated for two years and was like, okay, this is who I am. Are you willing to unpack life with me? Yeah. Let's go on a journey together. Yeah. You've been loving it Let's ever since, it. huh? Yep. How long yep. you guys been married now? Married going on three years. Still love it. Still love it. I wouldn't trade it for the world because awesome. it, it helps me, it sharpens me. It, wow, that's a good question. It shapes me to be the person I'm becoming. Mm -hmm. That's the best way to put it. So, almost like she's your, like you guys are teammates with each other and iron sharpen iron type of deal. Indeed, teamwork, make the dreams work. That's rad. So, then you guys obviously got some kids and things like that. Yep. Moving it, moving along. <laughs> yes, is we that do. equally as much of a blessing? It is. Um, it's kind of one of those things where I often tell my dad I'm sorry. Yeah. Like every time I see him, because it's something that, he you realize, tell me, yep. and it trickles down, and now I do it to my kids now. Yeah. But yeah, blessing, I have a 12-year-old son, mm -hmm. and I have um, a one-year-old daughter. And Dude. with them, they have definitely helped me to see that it's more to life than just existing in your little bubble. Right. Yeah. Now, I know uh, like we, when we tried to link up the first time just to sit down and kind of go over mm -hmm. some things that you had to cancel on me because yeah. daughter was sick. Yes. 
I'll tell you what, man, that's a, that's a lost thing in today's day and age of family first. You know what I mean? It's a lost art form, but actually, no, it's not a lost art form. We just don't capture it enough or we don't project it enough. And what I mean by projecting it, society doesn't project it enough. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's existing, it's thriving, mm-hmm. but I'm just hopefully another avenue to say, hey, this is a standard. Mm-hmm. This is what you should care about. And if you don't know how, let's let's learn together. Mm-hmm. So do you see yourself kind of being in that public eye with your art? It creates an avenue to be that example? Like um, to be dad, to be yes, husband, to it, be... Yes, it does, but more so like I... I have the integrity here first. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like in reverse. So like art is like, like I said, the cherry on top. So like, are you always astonished or find these little humor moments where your kids do something crazy and it's like just cracking up, but those are the most cherishable moments? Yes. So what's, um, a, what's something that they've done recently? Wow, recently, my son, he decides to, I asked him, I told him, I was like, hey, have a little contract. Uh-huh. Clean up your room this week, I'll get you something. Yeah. And then thinking, I had to scale down like when I was his age, what I would do. And I would just kind of shove stuff under the bed, <laughs> stuff in the closet to at least look like it's presented. Yeah. And um, found myself that, you know, he's not like me. Yeah. But in that, it was just a witty thing to see him, what he would do in those moments. Mm-hmm. And to see him, you know, take ownership of, hey, I'm going to clean my room because I'm going to get something at the end. Mm-hmm. But then he, his spirits got crushed because <laughs> he forgot a couple things. And, oh. Yeah. And then I had to be dad because I'm, I'm still like, well, hey, you didn't hold it to the agreement. Sorry, kid. You can't. That's well, good it. for him to learn, though. You know? It is. It's good structure. So, I mean, it's like yeah. one of those things where it's like, hey, even though you put your best foot forward, don't do it for just to get things. More so, like, this should be a standard or mm-hmm. make it a standard. Do it because it's right. Do it because it's right. Now, you just said that he's, uh, he's different than you. Is that kind of bother you a little bit or you encourage no i'm encouraged because it it shapes that you know i can learn from him and vice versa he can learn from me yeah and that's how it should be yeah because i don't want them to be like cookie cutter type people where it's like hey you're going to be this and you're going to do this and Mm -hmm. this is it no i want you to be free i want you to explore of course within structure Mm -hmm. but i want them to be their own individuals that's we need more originality yeah yeah so if they never touch a paintbrush their entire life i'm okay with that yeah i'm okay with that i mean they will, I'm sure they will have some kind of appreciation for it since it's, you know, mm-hmm. at their disposal, but right. I don't, I don't, they'll, they'll be well-rounded. Now, um, back to your wife real quick. Mm-hmm. I know we were chatting about it a little bit, but mm-hmm. when you do art, is it something that she's impressed with all the time or is she, she kind of like more of a, a different side of things where she's more critical? She's more critical, but she, she loves it. She loves that yeah. I do this. She loves, like, she encourages me, hey, honey, go do this. Or, oh, I like this picture. You should do more of this. Or, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, when, I don't know, something about a woman telling you, like, hey, you can do it. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, I'll do it. And I'll do it well. Just you know? Break out that yeah, Superman yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh, man. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Um, so, hey, since we're kind of talking about you and who you are. Okay. Do you have any weird talents, weird interests, hobbies, anything outside of what people know you for? Any... <laughs> wow. Um, weird talents? I can make sushi. <laughs> you want to count that as a talent? I would count as a talent. Um, Shoot, I love sushi. Um, I, but I'm not... I don't know what weird is. <laughs> I guess I'm fair. just me. That's fair. Um, I, I can hand bone. You That's what? Hand bone. You never heard of hand boning? Please do this Just right now. It's making beats with your chest and your knee. My dad used to do that. Never but, done that before. Oh, yeah. Never heard of it. It's the whole culture behind it. Old what? schools do it, so. 
That that's as weird as it gets. <laughs> YouTube later. Everything today. else is normal. Uh, so if you not necessarily a weird talent, then like outside of art, do you have any other hobbies? I mean, I like flying stuff. kites. What? Yes. Okay. I they're like I have kites in my trunk of my car. Just a random. Nice so day. random, like went you know to test the wind, and I'm like going to fly a kite. Like, like lunch break. Yeah. People are going to get tacos or check an iPhone. I'll have a taco in one hand and a kite in another because <laughs> it's that serious. That's amazing. Yeah. Do you have like a collection of kites or? I have a couple. I have a nice uh, shark that swims across the air. And I have another one that's um, a, it's a stunt kite. But oh, I want to get some, it's a stunt kite. Okay. Yeah. And then I want to get some bigger kites as well too to kind of. So like you legitimately are into the kites. Yeah. That's rad, dude. Definitely. That's rad. So I also want to do a little bit of word association with you. Okay. That's okay. You ready for this? You haven't yep. looked at these words. All right. You kind of didn't know what was coming, so I apologize. That's fine. I, I, I like it. I, I think like it'll that. be good. So you know what I mean, word association, right? Like I say sushi, you say? Mm. Hibachi. Okay, cool. <laughs> so uh, we're only going to do five. Okay, let's get it. Color. My child's dog. What? Give me, give me something behind that. It's a dog that my daughter has, and his name is Bow Wow, and he says the word colors. And then it's weird because when I first heard it, it's like you said, confidence. Okay. But colors. Okay. Totally. Whatever. That's as weird as it gets for me. Paint. Canvases. Okay. Community. Love. Fort Wayne. Love. Life. Love. Pretty good, dude. All right. So you love community, you love Fort Wayne, you love life. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And you, is it taking you a while to get there? What is what taking me a while to get there? To love all of those things. It has the seasons. Uh -huh. And I think that's what anything has the seasons. But, I mean, I thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy life. I enjoy love. I enjoy, you know, Fort Wayne. Mm -hmm. And what Fort Wayne has to offer, this it's nothing that's hidden. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, we see it every day. We see it in passing. But you have to be the one that looks for it. All right. So look all for right. love. Look for life. Yeah. And, and look for it in Fort Wayne. And look for it in Fort Wayne. Awesome, man. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that you love this city. Yeah. It's rad. Um, so let's talk about some of your art and your, your background with art. I know when, when we were getting coffee together, mm. um, there's a little bit of a story behind your, your artist name, right? Yes. So fr Fresh Laundry yes. for people that don't know. Right. So uh, Fresh Laundry, um, it was birthed out of my pain and me being kind of like in a depressed funk. Mm -hmm. um, what I, I did often was found myself in my art and in my paintings. Mm -hmm. And I would climb out of these battles of depression and frustration through it. And so I found myself before everything happened, I didn't have an identity. I didn't know who I was or who I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. And with those times, if you don't have a purpose, it, life kind of feels worthless, it really does. And I found myself literally sitting in a pile of clothes and just like sobbing, mm -hmm. okay? Um, also, and it's, and it's kind of, you know, laundry area, I have a Bible. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a scripture where I flip to it where God is, well, David is talking to God and says, Create in me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me. Mm -hmm. The only time I felt that peace and that enjoyment was either when I was talking to God, mm -hmm. talking to people, mm -hmm. or painting mm -hmm. and having good thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so, anytime, in a nutshell, when you see my art, this is me hanging my laundry. All right. This is me hanging my good thoughts my excitement, my emotions, my moments of joy that no one can sell to me nor take away from me, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. So, so then are there ever any art pieces that wind up being 
dirty laundry in a sense, where it's you're kind of hanging I have hard co- moments of life. Believe it or not, or... even the harder moments of life, mm-hmm. when they're there, they show and direct you to a positive image. Okay. And then that that's is the goal. Reflected that's in... reflected within the art. Okay. And if it's not, I don't see it any other way but that. All right. You have to look for it. That's kind of like finding, yeah. Yeah. you know, that love in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so then when you're, when you're kind of hanging it out there and you're putting the, the strokes on the canvas, things like that, mm-hmm. um, are there emotions that go behind the brush strokes or yes. does it kind of It's funny you mention that. You're the first person that's ever mentioned that, by the way. Okay. Even with certain strokes, I can literally go back into my pieces and tell you what I was thinking during those strokes. So when, you're, when we were watching you beforehand, yes. uh, kind of bringing it to life, like you just start doing the sketch like crazy and yeah. the hands going, but then I, I think everybody that's on set here like is amazed how fast you can move your hand to do brush strokes but then get in there with a the fine detail yeah and you remember every single one of those yes i do and the emotion behind the it. emotion behind it and the thought behind it so for this one behind us then like when you're doing some of these strokes what, what were some of those emotions i mean thinking about just okay i have new people in my house <laughs> i have new people um seeing my art and seeing what i do you have the privilege of seeing um me going through a transition of Okay, I'm not nervous anymore. I'm going to make this stroke here. You're going through this uh, scenario where, okay, my iPad is on, right? <laughs> you know, kind of scenario. But each one of these, like, literally has an emotion to it, attached to it. And each one of these is almost like its own piece of art to me. Mm-hmm. Each and every single stroke, every single color, yeah. all of it. Yeah, and they complement each other. Okay, what makes them complement each other? Um, not only the color, but just life. Okay. And what I mean by that is, just as we're sitting here mm-hmm. and you know how we're getting set up and everything like that mm-hmm. it tells one big story mm-hmm. just how everything tells one big story it's the same way with art mm-hmm. so with airing all your laundry out there and putting it out just for people to see mm-hmm. like have you ever received criticism and how do you take that criticism no one i mean i all of criticism i've got has been positive mm-hmm. it's been supportive like hey keep going we love what you're doing I've never ran across, except for this one little kid, and I love the heart of kids because they're so transparent. And I was doing a live, like, pastel drawing, and he said, I don't like it because it's scribbling. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I didn't know how to take it at first because I've yeah. never received, like, any neck. He's like, I don't like it. I was like, oh, okay, well, buddy, it's okay. But then after that, it was kind of one of like, well, I'll, I'll keep trying and I'll do what I can. So he, he left me and made me three drawings uh-huh. and gave them to me. That's cool. And so it was kind of like a cute little story. I, I really, I even from the littlest of littlest, I enjoy the criticism. Now, um, you said you were working with this kid kind of, right? The what? The kid that gave the criticism? Yes. Were you like doing a thing for a school or? No, he just, you... I have this, this thing where when I have art shows, I like to paint or draw or do something there live. Yeah. Because everyone doesn't see the process. Mm-hmm. So I was just doing something like that. And he just came to me and I was just like, hey, what do you think, buddy? He's like, I don't like it. Oh, so. I respect yeah. it. Well, yeah, that's fair. I mean, kids are always. <laughs> it's honest. fair, and I take that. I take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then, what's one of your favorite pieces that you've done so far? Whether it's wow. been a commission piece, like I think we got Mike Tyson back mm-hmm. here, or mm-hmm. um, just one of the ones you've kind of done on your own, just really airing the laundry out. Sure. Here, you know, what is one of my favorite pieces? I mean, and you don't have to have one. It could be three. Okay, I would say so far, Muhammad Ali. That I've created with the butterfly wings. Yes, with the oh. butterfly wings. That's one of them. Another one would be, wow, Ray Charles. Mm. It's pretty cool because actually in the Ray, Ray Charles in his glasses, if you look at the painting upside down, in his frames is reflections of Stevie Wonder. 
Ooh. And so. That's pretty slick. Yeah. And then the next one, I haven't created yet. Okay. So it's to be determined. Yeah, to be determined. So then for those first two, then Muhammad Ali and Ray Charles, uh-huh. why? Like, what makes them so top tier? Okay, with Muhammad show? Ali, um, had a privilege of living in Philadelphia. He hailed me as a child. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I don't have the picture of it. Okay. <laughs> but it's just kind of a cool story. But more so his integrity as as a boxer, mm-hmm. as, a, as a father, mm-hmm. um, as a um, civil rights leader, mm-hmm. I count him as, and as um, a self-motivator. Mm-hmm. He's very... He's like he know who he, he knew who he, who he was yeah. and what he stood for and you know he didn't care what anybody thought because he he, he put a stamp on this yeah. world to say hey this is who I am and no one can take that away from me. And so that kind of hit home with you and that's yeah. why that's your favorite. Definitely, thing? definitely. And then what about Ray Charles? Ray Charles, he's a dope artist, man. I mean, <laughs> he's good. <laughs> he's kind of one of those people like you know his music, his style is very you know one of a kind. It's distinct, mm-hmm. um, and once more, no one can take that away from him. But also for the fact that a person is blind and you don't let your shortcomings or what people look as your shortcomings or, you know, whether it be your fault or, you know, mm-hmm. just nature happens, you still be able to operate in your own integrity and say, hey, this is what I want to do. This is who I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay to be this, you know, be this force. And I think he's one of those people who like say, okay, he's blind, plays music, mm-hmm. um, and he's just his own persona. And yeah. that's pretty cool. That always speaks volumes to me. So then with his, like, being able to relate to him and that being one of your favorite pieces, would you be able to self-identify with that in the sense of having shortcomings that you've overcome within your art? Yes, definitely. I mean, for those that don't know, I'm not classically trained in the art. Okay. And I know sometimes that can be frowned upon in certain art communities. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Oh, right. <laughs> I really don't because guess what? The emotions, you weren't there for that. You wasn't there for me pumping out art. Mm-hmm. Or staying up late nights trying to get it out of my head. Mm-hmm. So no school can actually teach me that. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's God-given talent, and I take it as that. Yeah. Um, wow, what was we saying? See, I just had to get it out of me. Living the moments. Um, overcoming like yes, Ray Charles did. overcoming like Ray Charles did. So with that, um, I'm learning to use my weaknesses as the forefront to make those my strengths. Mm-hmm. Because I could always continue to do something good. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that, and I've, I've got that down to science. We'll put my weaknesses to the front, mm-hmm. and what can I do to mm-hmm. iron them out, if you iron them out? Yeah, hey, laundry again. <laughs> yeah, see, ties back into it always. Right, yeah. right. Um, so then, with not being classically trained in the arts, does that present challenges in, in any way, shape, or form? Or To me, it hasn't. No? No, okay. because, I mean, art is art, and I'm yeah. sure that's, that's a cliche, but... Would you encourage if somebody's looking to get into art to De- still go definitely? Get if, if that's trained? yeah, if they want to get classically trained, please by all means do that. I'm not I'm not downing it or knocking it or frowning upon. Okay. But for what works for me works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want to get classically trained, please by all means do that. Learn as much as you can. Mm-hmm. If you have the exposure to be around, do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I, I just have to have the privilege of you know creating my own path mm-hmm. and just for those to gravitate towards me along the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I mean, clearly you've, you've done well, you know what I mean? Well, thank you. So I, I'm thoroughly impressed with everything that you've done. Thank you. Um, classically trained or not. <laughs> uh, so you've had a couple of favorite pieces. Mm-hmm. Now let's, go the, let's go to the other side of the spectrum. Okay. Uh, some of your least favorite pieces, you're like, oh, I wish I did that. Or do you always wind up fixing them? Or I always either wind up fixing them or I just have books upon books of sketches. Mm-hmm. It starts out with sketches for me. Are they, are they like sketches that nobody's allowed to see because you don't? Yeah, because I don't. And, and actually with most art, it has to grow in me. Mm-hmm. Especially when it's my art. And even with me doing it, mm-hmm. 
and people like they could love it all day, but for me, some of my art it has to like grow. And it's like you know what? This even thing, if this you're commissioned to do a piece, even if you're commissioned to do a piece, okay. but we're our worst critics of. Right. And I'm, and that's why I have to like you know say have a balance of okay, you're being too hard on yourself, you're beating yourself up, mm -hmm. and give yourself some kind of credit. So then, coming from within you, where mm -hmm. did this piece come from? This piece came from just it spoke to me. Sometimes when things speak to you, you have to speak back to it. Okay. And then with this, this piece is a friend, friend of mine that's in St. Louis. And um, just a Papa piece, um, woman, she's beautiful, um, eye piercing, just inviting, mm -hmm. and just said, hey, this is who I am. And um, it's just just a great picture. And I just wanted to kind of spotlight that, but I like to add my rendition and twist on things. It's red. It's red. Um, so then, covered least favorite piece, kind of covered things coming in from within you. Do you ever have to kind of, I hate to use the word, muster up? inspiration or is it yes, always there? I do. No, it is not always there. It is not always there. Um, sometimes I may think I want to start on a project and I just throw the paintbrushes down. You know what? This is, I don't have <laughs> time for this. Out. And it's just like any any other thing, I get frustrated. Mm -hmm. I, I have to be patient because mm -hmm. I'm a very impatient person because I want to see it from my brain onto a canvas. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's not like that. It's human mm -hmm. nature. And sometimes I'm uninspired and I, I look for inspiration. So sometimes I don't even create until I have some kind of things like, you know, something that's inspirational where I can use from my, my muse, if you will. Now, are there things that you do to kind of help with that inspiration, whether it be music or... Uh, I would say like music. Exercises. Or... Music, um, I would say. Um, I sketch daily. Mm -hmm. So either way I go, I may, you know, fly out something there and something may hit me. A color may hit me. Mm -hmm. um, or, you know, walks of life or people or situations. Mm -hmm. Those are the best palettes for what makes me an artist. So just doing life, really? Doing life. Okay. Enjoying life, doing life, being a part of life, seeing. And I like, I like to people watch. Uh -huh. So people watching who to doesn't? see, who doesn't, right? So um, to capture emotion, uh, sound, um, and just life. That's mm -hmm. what I'm here for. Mm -hmm. um, now do you, when you're doing like these sketches or you're getting started for a painting, I was talking to a few people that have seen you do, <laughs> do work and one of them was, sure. he was mentioning you crumple up a piece of paper and Yes. Sketch the shadows, or you like hold it up and you like trace around it. Yes. So or I like to is... find witty new ways to create. So that, those are me finding inspiration. So I'm always looking for new inspiration. And um, as a kid, you know, if you ever like see a shadow or something off in the distance, you're like, oh, this looks like a such. Or like you know, how you like look at clouds when you're mm -hmm. a child. Oh, that looks like an elephant, or this looks like a squirrel, or right. a, a monkey, or you know, something like that, something random. And you see certain shapes in certain shadows. And so mm -hmm. I just like, huh, why not do a series on that? So I did a quick series where I would just crumble up pieces of paper mm -hmm. and just go to work, outline them, and see what comes to mind. And it exercises my brain. It does. So then, um, do you have any series coming up that people can be looking for? Or? I do. I have. You don't got to um, name them all. I, mean, I, I won't name them all because I definitely want to invite you to, yeah. to some. And definitely. Yeah. Um, so one I have is called 52 Pickup. Yeah. That's going to be my latest piece where I'm actually taking a deck of cards. And I'm making a small series, but each individual piece yeah. will have its own little cool um, story, feng shui, if you will, right. <laughs> um, and kind of ambiance about itself. Cool. Um, cool. Another one I'm thinking about coming up with uh, Can You Spare Change Part 2. What was Part 1? Part 1, I did a paid homage to African Americans for oh. Black History Month. And not for just Black History Month, but uh, the story behind that is... Um, I took cardboard, and I have actually a piece of Martin Luther King back here, where I took pieces of cardboard, and mm -hmm. for each day of February, I literally painted one painting of someone who spared oh. change in the world, in society. Right. 
And so I take people along this journey of, hey, this is this is the influence in spirit change or this person mm-hmm. influenced. And the story behind that, seeing a homeless gentleman had a sign that said, can you spare change? Yeah. And with that, it could be either inviting or, you know, you don't want to, you know, bother with it and you kind of take it for what it is. Yeah. So me, this paying kind of homage to not only African-American sin, but like a person uh-huh. holding a sign up and what more so could art do with that? Uh-huh. The same token. Were any of those kind of personal heroes for you? Or do you like have a personal hero that you could look up to, I whether mean, it be an artist or yes, um, like I guess, a Muhammad Ali? Okay, you have, you have Muhammad Ali, um, Jean-Michel Basquiat, which is an artist. Uh-huh. Who's, um, who's he? I don't... Jean-Michel Basquiat. Just... No, no worries, no worries. Um, he's an artist based out of New York, um, African-American. Um, he used to hang with Andy Warhol. You ever heard that, yeah, that term? And I'm um, with the... the Campbell Soup Can. Mm-hmm. He was like really cool friends with him, but he was a graffiti artist mm-hmm. and became like just turnstiles overnight where he just became like this this mm-hmm. audible like force to be working with an art community. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, he's he's dead now. But his mm-hmm. art like reigns. If you see like a lot of art people imitate his styles with the crown mm-hmm. on on their mm-hmm. head, so yeah, that would be his work. Um what do you think of artists since we're on artists? What do you think of artists like Banksy? I love Banksy's. Yeah. I mean, he created a name for himself and in the art world just off of what he did as far as pure talent. Yeah. What better way to be known in the art community solely off of just your art alone? Like no face No behind face it. behind it, but just he's this mystery. But he has like done so much in in the art community and in in, in certain arenas mm-hmm. that no one has, has done in this decade in a long time. Mm-hmm. So. Do you, what do you think of, I, I mean, there's some controversy behind him in the sense of he puts graffiti up on the city. Ooh. Like, does he that puts graffiti up in the city. No. I don't, I like I think, it. you know, and the thing is, sometimes you have to break the rules mm-hmm. to have order. Mm-hmm. And I think if everyone played by the book all the time, we would just be this cookie cutter society and nothing gets done. We get stuck in these boxes and that's it. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you have to go against the grain. Mm-hmm. And you have to think outside the box, do things outside the box, do things that, you know, to some people it may cause pain or destruction, but sometimes you don't make changes mm-hmm. unless there's pain or destruction. So do you think there's been times you've had to go outside the box to yep. kind of take it up to the next level? I, I, I have to. Yeah. And it starts with myself first, uh-huh. whether it be fighting my own mental battles or if mm-hmm. you will. But then from there, my goal is to challenge myself to see, okay, I got out. Who else needs to get out? Mm-hmm. We need to get out. We need to see a different perspective. So does that kind of entice you to give back to the up and coming generations, whether it be going and teaching art or kind of counseling kids? Or- yes, and, and, and the thing is, as often as I can, um, I'm invited to classrooms or if people are doing art, if they have kids that want to do art, I will definitely reach out to them or show them at least a direction to go to if I can't do it physically, mm-hmm. where I will go in classrooms, either do art and show them, hey, this is where I came from, this is what I've done, you can do it too. Because sometimes with art in the schoolings right now, mm-hmm. I am very, very disappointed in it. Yeah. I mean, there are budget cuts. Mm. They're, they're, they're sex, second forms of like, you know, just again, they're easy credit versus actually diving in. This could be a career for you. Yeah. This could be a moneymaker for you. This is how you could provide for your family. This is how um, you structure your entrepreneurship based off of art alone. Mm-hmm. They don't do that in schools. Mm. So you try to, you're trying to kind of fix that a little bit, if you will, from the outside. Yes. In. Yes, so, it's important. So then you, do you spend a lot of time investing in? I can say as often as I can. And when I do or when I'm invited to, I make it a point. Okay. It's important because I was that kid who, um, you know, I went to school, 
didn't have the best grades at first until I finally found my habits because that's I caused that from moving around from city to city. Mm-hmm. But when I finally found my niche and someone showed me art mm-hmm. and I can do art, I found my confidence in there. Mm-hmm. I found out who I can be in there. Mm-hmm. And with that, it's kids right now mm-hmm. who is trying to discover who they are because they can't relate to everyone, mm-hmm. but they have so much to give and they want to. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's important. So then with um, giving to those future generations, kind of train them up, whether it be your own kids mm. or kids in the school system or people who are just interested in art, Yeah, uh, are you kind of hoping to leave a certain legacy mm. with all of that? Or like what kind of legacy do you want to leave? I'm leaving a legacy time? is don't be afraid to live. Yeah. We have rules and regulations for everything, but don't forget to live. Mm-hmm. And then my legacy and what I give and what I want to be known for is being a person. I love people. Mm-hmm. I try to be fair. I try to find my purpose so I can love more mm-hmm. and then expire. If you're asking me, I think we have a lot to look forward to in the next upcoming generation. Definitely. Um, and I think we're seeing that with a lot of young people really getting involved in the city, you yourself getting involved in the city. Uh, but one kind of common thing that I see a lot of people is they're excited about the city. Yeah. Right? They love Fort Wayne. You said it multiple times today. You, you love Fort Wayne. Indeed. Um, so just to kind of cap everything off, man, why Fort Wayne? Why not Fort Wayne? It's kind of one of those places where, I mean, I classify Fort Wayne kind of like as a blank canvas. Mm. And the reason why I say it is because not to say that these old generations are kind of dying off, but they have they've had their air. Mm-hmm. And I'm not taking away from them because we need to build bridges with them as well. Yeah. We don't do that enough. That's a whole other topic there. But that's part two. That's part two. But this it's them they're they're they almost give us a clean slate where, you know, they're they're coming up in age and they have lives and families and sad to say dying. Mm-hmm. But it's like kinda like now, like, what can we do? Mm. You know? So it's kinda like this obligation, we're here, um, they left us their legacy. What can we do to operate in the city to function, keep mm-hmm. things local? Uh, keep the economy growing, uh, keep families, um, you know, you know, knit and have a village kind of community, yeah. you know? Like, I can go down the street and say, hey, that's such and such right there. Yeah. Or, you know, hey, across the way, go, hey, you need a new job? This is what we're going to do for you. Yeah. You know? We need to have that sense of community that's strong. Mm-hmm. And each individual person that has a purpose, a gift, they have the obligation because it was, it was handed to them just the same way, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know? No one's here and you, you don't free ride, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, you work hard, but still, while you're working hard, still display that community-oriented position that you have. Mm-hmm. And you think the city's doing that well? We're doing that. Yeah. We're doing that well. And then we always need more, we always need more hands to do yeah. such as well, too. I'm sorry I'm mumbling, but I'm you're excited good. about it. Dude, you I'm know? excited. Because it's, it's very important because, once more, we have to leave a legacy behind us. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we're going to leave this earth what do we leave for the next generation? Yeah. And we have to ask that question. Is this more so like an echo? We are an echo. Mm-hmm. And everything that we do, it's, it's a domino effect. Yeah. It goes from us to my kids, uh-huh. to your kids' kids. And if they never beat in life, mm-hmm. what did you leave behind for them? Mm. What purpose, what passion, what drive, what, what gift, what witty ideas did you leave? What kind of blueprint did you leave? Mm-hmm. And if you did not, shame on you. Flat out. Fair. I mean, that's a well said. Yeah. Well said. Well, dude, I'm excited that you're excited about the city. Yeah. Uh, thanks for sitting down. Thank you. Uh, we got a shirt oh. here made for you. Um, 
we really think that you're doing good things for the city. Wow. So we want to call <laughs> you a local tastemaker. And right on. Hope that you wear it proud. And I will. You've done good stuff. Thank you. Love that you are giving yeah. back, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me, really. And thank you for your time. Thank you. Hey, it was light. Sweet. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to cry. Don't. Right on. It's okay to cry. Okay. <laughs> 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 I don't care unless I got you. Say maybe I love you. Tell me the same. I don't care unless I got you. I won't say it if it's not true.